Hail the void, listeners. Idea of the Lawkeeper will only say this once, so pay attention. Previously, as our heroes reached the final chamber of the temple in which they were imprisoned, Tumini's dog brain cracked the golden seal on a sarcophagus that held an ancient priest with a nasty bone to grind. Before Sakura could surreptitiously study the secret scrapings on the stone, they started battle with his sandy storm self and serpentine staff. A victory was had, and Sakura went about reading the rest of the room, including the name that would set them free. Now, outside their gritty prison, they find the desert brigands camp torn asunder and sitting upon a sandy horde, a sleeping draconic form. What fate awaits them on the next step of their journey? Find out on this chapter's conclusion of If I Could Wish a Wish. Evil. It's brass. It's, it's evil. Brass dragon. Is that evil? Make a history check or a nature check. I'll do a history check. And is this where her locator thing of our stuff? Yeah, they is probably also? gifted. He probably like, oh, my dragon's horn. I'm adding on. You have ten minutes on that spell, I believe, right? Locate object. Uh, I think so. I don't know. I'll tell you. So you can tell your staff is buried in the sand in front of the dragon. Okay. When am I doing nature? Well, yeah, nature or history. Yeah. At this advantage, yeah. Oh, do, so roll two? I literally rolled two 18s. Nice. Um, but I also have uh, plus five on my history. Nice. Uh, 20, not natural. Nice. All right. I have 14 plus five. Nice, guys. 20, good job. 21. All right. So, uh, so you all know that historically speaking, chromatic dragons are, are considered evil. So that's red, blue, green, black, and white. Metallic are either neutral or good most of the time. Most of the time. Okay, I'm I'm storming up to that dragon. I don't even care. I'm so mad. Uh, as as Jemaine, I walk with settle down. <laughs> uh, as I walk with her, I, I will also whisper to her, Tumani, and I have my hands up with my staff uh, of my of the serpent. Uh, I'll actually I'll have my mage hand holding my serpent staff. Okay, I'll slow down with my angry walk and make yeah. it a calmer walk, yeah, but I'm I, still walking up to that dragon. And I'm approaching with my hands in the air. As you approach the dragon, its eyes flutter open. Hello, um, uh, dragon I'm gonna say friend. hello, but in draconic. Oh wait, I speak draconic too. 
I say hello and drink brownie. I say, because uh, um, it, it's still daytime, right? Mm-hmm. I say good evening, um, elder, elder one. Then it looks at you and says, more raiders for me to eat. No, not raiders. On the contrary, you're, um, On the contrary, Exalted One, uh, what you are guarding now is what was stolen from us by the raiders you so pleasantly dispatched at our eve. Hence why we're half-naked coming from their jail, jail cell. Sure. Uh, Sakura, make a persuasion check. You have advantage because uh, to many helping you, so just a straight roll. What was it? Persuasion? Yep. It was 10. Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, that's a challenge, though, so you roll against it, right? We got gold. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. Does it have to do with magic? Yep. I get, oh, I get advantage. an eight. Okay. You you all see the eyes of the dragon sort of flash and sparkle for a moment, and as you do, you see the dragon look you in the eyes, and then all of a sudden you feel its presence in your mind, and you see it scanning your thoughts. I remain calm. Trying to verify whether or not what you see is true. You see, as if in a rewind, you see yourself moving back through the temple back to yourself. You see the darkness and the strange beast and being waylaid by raiders. Make another wisdom saving throw for me. Disadvantage. Well, just straight roll. What was your first roll? Oh, you advantage. 12. Uh, sorry, what was it? Was another saving throw? Yeah. Wisdom? So 15. Okay. Uh, 15's enough to break it. If you want to break it, do you resist? Uh, I kind of want to like show him that I could, but I I refuse to. Okay. Know the truth, homie. It kind of like it like it flutters out like I'm regaining control of my mind as a natural defense, but I open it back up like I so understand. So it rewinds further to receiving the carriage, melting the mare, and then you see it stop as the three of you are standing over an insane blue infant. Quillanan reaches out a hand with a pearl and crushes it. And the magic is lifted from the child. And then the connection stops. And it sort of leans back on its haunches. I'm like looking at the dirt where my staff is. <laughs> it's like, oh my, <laughs> it's my shiny stick. It speaks out in common, so you are able to understand it. Okay. It says, it seems what you speak is true. What use have you for me? Well, you have some of our stuff here that the raiders stole from us. I begin to unbuckle my golden breastplate in order to offer that in exchange. He, he asked what use we have of him. Or we, her, technically. Yeah. We, we want to boy. give up his treasure, which so part of it is ours. We, he sort of looks at the iron plate and sniffs at it and says, it is pretty. 
I prefer things of magical nature, and quite frankly, I have that as the spoils of my run in with these raiders. So clearly a neutral beast. <laughs> I think to myself, I don't say. <laughs> um, he smiles at you. Because he probably hears my thoughts. Um, all right. Uh, what did I take? I want my staff back. Um, uh, I pull off the silver hat. I would like my staff of Diana back, please. It is a good start. Why should a being such as me care for your plight, young ones? Why should you not? We mean you no harm. We have gifts for you. All we want is our possession so we may go on our journey. Are metal dragons not known for their benevolence? One of you make a persuasion check with advantage. Well, so just a straight roll. No, not her. Do I get to still try or no? Mm, yeah, fine. Oh, sorry. Oh, you did. You did say before with her that you weren't gonna do that. I didn't. I didn't realize the non-advantagement. Well, it's it's really a choice. You guys can either choose to both roll with disadvantage or. I'd rather roll. just both double with so disadvantage. So what are you saying, Tal? Because they both talk. Uh, he listened to my head. Yeah, you were being snide. What does that help? I offered things. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first uh, okay. offered magical I'll take items. Into consideration. Twelve. Okay. Not great. Sorry, was it persuasion again? Yep. Uh, it was a nine for me. Okay. He says, perhaps, being that you have met some misfortune, and I assume. You will need some kind of transportation. As he looks over, you see the two horses have been eaten. Oh. Uh, oh. Jacqueline and Elon, you ate our horses? I was still <laughs> hungry after the raiders came. I, I, I will just get so irritated and I just pull the pearl out of my bra. Give us our stuff back, please. I smile with my faint teeth. We can either continue negotiations with this, or you can perform a simple task for me hmm. and assist me with bringing my spoils to my current hoard. Where's your current hoard? Not but 40 miles inside the glass sea. We are going to the glass sea anyway. And your spoils Minus ours. Minus what belongs to us. We I, promise to not take anything that doesn't. I can see to that in my, and he smiles again, benevolence. <laughs> in return, I will take you to where you need to go. And he sort of looks over all of you again and says, The singing dooms, is it? You know, I'm just trying to be good people. You have foresight in my mind. You know this to be the truth. You notice his gaze keeps shifting over to Quilanen for a second, and then back. Why does he keep looking at me? Then we have a deal. You will help me load my spoils onto your cart, 
I will try. I look at the cart and I look at the spoils. Is it gonna fit? Yeah. I mean, it won't be a comfortable 40 mile ride, but. How are we gonna move? Oh. You're gonna have to fly. No, I'm gonna have to be a big fucking bear and haul this. No, he just said he'll haul it. Will he's he gonna, haul it? Yeah, he's gonna then walk well, how, on his hands. Then and how would he need our help? He needs our help he needs loading the it. carriage. The carriage. He can take the carriage if he but wanted he's, but to. But he's not evil, and we're saying, and he's like, I'm he, confused. I like, say he, to the dragon, "What help do you need of us?" And he sort of leans down onto his two large arms, and he says, sees my head going like, <laughs> and lays his chin in his two hands and says, "Quite frankly, I am stuck." You, do, you would like us to move all the items into the thing and then move all the items back. You are quite bright for one so young. <sighs> and re, uh, like reaching over to her, not, not quite like whispering out of, out of his range, but whispering to her as, and being in the favor of a dragon is never a bad thing. Or I could just crush this wish and get all of my stuff back. <laughs> I wish all dragons were dead. <laughs> just joking. Uh, I put the, I, I, I start, I point to the papaya and say, where would you like us to start? What's your favorites that you need to make sure don't get broken? Um, he, uh, allows you to begin loading the cart with his, with his spoils. Every um, time we pass something that's ours, I'm putting it to the side. You guys regain all your equipment. Yay! Everything that you had lost. Nothing had been touched. Uh, I mean, they touched it. He also, yeah, you also load the cart with for him with about 1,100 copper pieces, 2,300 silver pieces, 600 gold pieces, and about 50 platinum. Do we need to write that down? No. Or, yeah, okay. uh, you also see an assortment of gems and, and uh, stone, precious stones that he loads in there. Uh, a couple of like tiaras and crowns and stuff that seem to have been loaded by the raiders. What kind of? What kind of? I don't get it. Like, why is he going to the ice mountain? Do copper dragons like cold? I thought glass. you said or glass. The glass sea is the name of the desert around you, where it's so hot that the it seems it looks like glass. Blue, got blue, it. Blue, got blue. it. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, is there any room for food and supplies in here for us? All of our rations back. You or have no? your rations in your pack. Yeah. Okay. It's a, you're but you're basically like the the top of the. The carriage has been torn off, and you see this sort of gash along the side of it. And so you basically have all this crap piled on. You're sitting on top of it in the free air, just sort of holding stuff so it doesn't fall off in the travel. Okay. And uh, he basically instructs you guys to tie it with your the hemp ropes that you guys have in your uh, inventories. Mm -hmm. And he uh, grabs it with his back claws, and he just sort of hovers about 15 feet in the air and drags it. It's faster in a cart than you've ever traveled, and you're pretty afraid that it's gonna sort of tip over at any given moment. Right. But he seems to t keep a pace where it doesn't um, uh, doesn't seem to have that. The sun is hot overhead. You feel the exhaustion coming onto you. Uh, before we take off, I just want to cast my guidance on him, oh. so that um, and I tell I use my word dragons guide you or whatever my cantrip is here. Dara Strixi Sovex Wooks, and then I climb onto the wagon. Um, I'm also gonna ring of clean all of us, <laughs> so we're all nice and clean from our dungeon yeah. things. Uh, Kolan and Nikki Wisdom saving throw for me. 
Oh, this dragon likes you, Quillanen. He doesn't like me because I'm a demon. 13 plus 5, 18. You feel him begin to invade your mind space. Do you allow him or do you block him? I allow him. Okay. I don't yeah. feel any menace from him. I feel curiosity and greed and some sort of uh, machination. Like, you know, like he's got a plan beyond what we can know, but he doesn't feel menacing. You see the, uh, your spit screen is attached to the microphone. You see the, uh, the events play backwards as, as Sakura had previously, um, but they continue. They continue back on your journey from Oakhurst to Parnas. Uh, events with Hemphazoth, back to your fight with Balak, back to the beginning, back to you in your little cottage in Rashomon, your years spent in Rashomon, tending your garden, helping adventurers on their way with bits and baubles of uh, healing herbs. Back years and years to memories you don't even remember having. One in particular strikes me. Time slows and you see yourself tending garden. As you're tending to your petunias, you hear a over your shoulder and you see a raven perched atop a tree. Sounds familiar. And you turn back, you smile at it and give it a little wave. <laughs> Go back to Tilling Garden. And you look at you see your the wrinkles around your eyes are a little bit uh, faded. You, this is a long time ago, probably decades prior to this moment. And again you hear you turn and you see five ravens now. And your eyes furrow for a moment and you turn. Before you can hear another sound, you turn again and there's 18 ravens sitting atop this tree. And they all fly and begin to spiral and take off down this path through the forest. You follow them. As you follow, you notice the woods are filled with these ravens. Hmm. Every step you take, there are at least 40 raven eyes watching you. It leads you miles from your home to a small clearing where you find a large, what is it, a congress of ravens? Murder. No, no, it's no, no, you're right. I think it is a congress. No, that's monkeys. Oh, Parliament. A, oh. a conspiracy of right, that's right. Um, probably 40, 50 strong, gathered around a small basket in the middle of the clearing. You approach the basket, lift up a cloth covering 
inside. You see a small bundled baby, purple skin, small pearl horns. What? And then darkness. You're still there in the cart. You still feel this dragon probing your mind, but for some reason, you can't access the memories that he is. You arrive at the glass sea. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I am my mom. <laughs> Adopted, mom. I mean, at least your first one. You arrive at the glass sea. Makes sense why there's so many ravens around me. It, there's nothing. There's nothing uh, particularly lavish about this dragon's horde area. You know, a lot of dragons seem to find caves or dungeons that they can hide all their things in. This seems to be in the middle of nowhere in an inhospitable desert. Which is honestly the best place to hide your horde. Very smart young dragon. <laughs> and as you land, the dragon sniffs about for a second, takes its large claw, and just begins to dig a hole. And as he digs, you sort of see the glint of armor, gold, platinum, nice. rubies. And after he's done a fairly decent sized hole, maybe about 30 by 40 feet, he instructs you to offload his horde. horde. We offload the horde, dying because we're half dead this whole time. We do it slow because we have a disadvantage on ability checks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to break a bunch of his new sparkly things. Wait, wait, wait. How long was this journey? How many? How 40 miles. 40 miles. So how long did that take? Uh, the dragon point? you roughly 15, 20 minutes. Okay. What? We're going 80 miles an hour? Yeah. Okay. The, the cart should have broke, fell, fallen apart. Or it was sheer broken. will holding it together. Something else besides him was holding, or besides gravity was holding. After it takes you guys a good hour to offload every single coin, potion, piece of jewelry into this hole, and he covers it up. Oh, man. I was going to ask you something first. Oh, oh, he's covering it up. Um, since I have all of my stuff again, uh, I am going to ask him uh, before he covers it, is there... Uh, do you have any magical leather armor that I could trade you gems in trade in trade for? He doesn't really like money though. He likes magical. I, I things. know. Oh, okay. that's why I'm saying if he has any magical, I have shiny. Like he has a lot of gold and silver and stuff like that. I have actual gems. Make a persuasion check. Still with disadvantage. <sighs> I'm not gonna get better than a five. Uh, fucking six. Yeah. So seven. How many gems do you have? And he <laughs> smiles at you with his eyes sparkling. <laughs> think about baseball. Think about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I he asked that and I just kind of like grip my bag a little tighter and I'm he, like. He sort of smiles yeah, and nods yeah, at you. Yeah. You know, but I don't want to give them all up. So, I mean, what, what do you have? <laughs> um, let's resolve that at another date. Right, see right, if right, I can no, find fine, something that's worth and how much it's worth. It's fucking so weird. I actually had a dream that this exact moment happened. Um, so he 
after all is said and done, he covers up the hole and uh, turns to you and says, a deal is a deal, and you have proven yourselves to be quite adept workers. Climb aboard, and I shall take you to the scene. Oh, is he gonna fly us there? Uh, I... I'm so pumped. Are we gonna fly a dragon right now? <laughs> I look at Soccer and Quilon and I'm like, I'm so pumped, are we gonna fly a dragon right now? <laughs> uh, I look at Quilon and I say, actually, I got all my shit back, so I should have my, one of my daggers again still. Uh, actually, I might have my wood carving kit, so I go to the... <laughs> I go to the... Uh, um, the wagon. The wagon. And I chisel Tumaini, Kualanen, and Sakura were here. And then uh, Bro- Brolin was the name of the Brolin, yeah. of the of the blacksmith. blacksmith. And I just put thanks, Brolin, XOXO Sakura. Nice. Oh, yes. <laughs> Rest in peace, my homies, Imon and Jacqueline. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on the on the on the things where they it held the the horses, it says Rest in peace, Imon and Veronica. And Jacqueline. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I don't know why Veronica. Veronica. Yeah, Imon and Jacqueline. And then it totally says underneath the uh, thanks, Brolin, it says in parentheses, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. So you all climb You probably up, knew that they were going to die. You climb aboard the back of this dragon, and with a large thrust of his giant wings. Am I jealous? Like a little oh, you're, luster? You're, you're, you're turning a brighter shade of purple. Nice. A bit uh, of a lavender, if you will. <laughs> uh, he takes off into the air. You all grab onto the, his enormous scales and... and uh, spines as they go down his back. Woo! <laughs> he flies. He flies you the the rest of the about ninety miles that it would have taken you back across where he came from and then up towards the singing dunes. And as he lands upon these large scaled dunes, you feel this warm breeze coming by. And as it does, you notice that the top layer of sand of these dunes is continuously flowing down. And as the top layer of sand continuously flows down, it makes this strange humming sound as it vibrates against the uh, the dunes themselves. You have arrived at the singing dunes, and he lowers his back to let you off. <sighs> oh, well, I would like to say thank you, but I don't think any of us ever asked your name. You did not. How Young rude. Uh, I kind of... I... Whisper to two many. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna whisper. I'm just gonna say this out of character. Uh, I never asked for his name because dragons are like totally higher up on the hierarchy scale, <laughs> which is why I addressed it as elder and all exalted that. one. Yeah, I exalted don't care. One. I, oh, I know you don't <laughs> care, but just the same. It's uh, it's similar with with mages and stuff like that. Dragons have like true names and shit like that, where they're like, I don't know if I can tell you my name. That's, that's secret shit. But I don't know about this game. Anyway, go on. He sort of leans down and gets really close. His his large head about the size of your body and comes nose to nose with you. He says, "You may remember me as Brajanel." How do you spell that? Uh, B R A Z Camel. B wait B R A Z Camel. C A M E L Brajanel. Um, 
I will give a very uh, a very dignified bow to him and say, well, thank you so much, Karajamel. He, he nods at you and, said, and, and sort of nods off behind you and says, whatever you are searching for, I assume it lies within their walls. And you turn and you can just see over the top of the scene about walking in there. Well, is there. Is there like a tree line? Or is it still I in the middle of the desert? I got this, though. Okay, okay. No, go on. I'm gonna pour... Or I'm gonna create water on the ground in like a five-foot spot okay. to moisten the soil. Isn't that a spot? Uh, I but saw... you said... I still have my water. Oh, yeah, create the water, create water, create some water for me. Uh, so you just need the soil wet? Mm-hmm. Okay, boo, I got you. Uh, <laughs> I say... Are you Jordan? <laughs> what just happened? I'm, I'm channel Jordan when I can. I say, Floy me. Um, uh, stream is the first one, the same as last time. It was just a gallon of water. Yeah, and I wet the ground with it. I need more than that. I'm so worried about this. <laughs> uh, and then I... Uh, Alright, you say that and the soccer's eyes are just gonna go big and wide. Uh, I say yes, sir. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like point it at the ground and say, yes, sir! Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh god. Oh, god damn it. That's five. <laughs> <laughs> like holding onto a fire so hose. You point it at the ground and say, yes, sir. <laughs> And a uh, 30 foot long, one foot wide stream of geyser like water. Uh oh. 30, uh, 30 gallons of water is pouring out of this thing. Yeah, that you shoots fly me. <laughs> about 10 feet away, landing on the sand, and you begin rolling down the side of the dude. Making sure to, to have Yeah, it just. Phew, it's just like, like spouts of water every time you circle. Um, I'm gonna go. Is here. <laughs> I'm gonna go quickly fly and catch her and bring her back. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna stand behind her this time and then have her say the word. <laughs> Again? Do it! Yes, sir! With advantage. Uh, it's 14. That's that's enough. You still get pushed back a little bit as it as it bursts forth, but you, you see it begins to happen. And the, you see the dragon just again leaning on one end, just smiling at you as he's watching this. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take my staff and using one charge, I'm just gonna plant it in the ground and it turns into a giant tree. <laughs> so the tree becomes 60 feet tall and five feet wide with 20 foot radius of branches. So you're nice and shady. <laughs> says, you are an interesting group. <laughs> uh, and I like look over like this, like already with my hammer and chisel out with a heart carpet that says QTS. <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Yeah, We're cuties. <laughs> uh, it says, I will take my leave of you. I etch in a little B with it too. <laughs> Goodbye, he, pretty golden dragon. He nods and does a, sort of a little bow to you and he turns towards Milan and says, 
someone, may I have a moment of your time? But of course, exalted one. Let's step over here. We can still hear you! <laughs> I can see about 30, 40 feet away from the tree and, uh, and sort of crouches down on his arms and his knees and looks at you. There's a long pause as he's just staring at you. He looks back up towards the tree and the two of them sort of doing their shenanigans over there. Making food and making so much food. He looks back and he says, Do they know what you are? understand your meaning. You seem to think I am something different than I am, or that I know myself to be. Do you know what you are? He says that almost rhetorically. Like, I know. He's sort of standing I'm on a journey. I'm hoping to find my way in the world. And I'm on a bit of a quest, but as to what I am, I am a woman who's searching to belong to a community of elders. Mm. Quite. She's just a poor boy from a poor family. <laughs> that <laughs> a dragon <laughs> I look at Sakura Tumini and I shake my head and say I think maybe that was a deity I've never experienced anything like that before well that was a dragon right did you not see him transform into the did we see shining him man Sakura's got like a mouthful of rations. Of yeah, like, we're like, like eating. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Fish. Oh. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe all dragons are deities? Is that a thing? No. Uh, uh, what? Still, we're eating. We're resting. You needed a long rest before. You actually need to make two long rests before all your exhaustion is gone. Double 18 plus 5, so 23. Uh, you know that many dragons are very magical, and uh, many do uh, have some form, uh, especially uh, older dragons, adult, young adult, and ancient, have forms of polymorph that they can choose to take humanoid form to walk around, walk along the humanoid races. The commoners. So, Mom, you're a dragon. 
Maybe that's it. Maybe you're a dragon that forgot you were a dragon and so you've been stuck in your human form this whole time. You're looking for a community and you never find one because you actually want a community of dragons. And, and you just don't realize it. I'm yeah. so confused. Yeah, I'm like, so... Uh, like, you're my mom, apparently. Yeah, like gender confusion, but with species. <laughs> species confusion. What? Swing character. Uh... Um, okay, well, I, uh, go into my bag of holding, and I'm assuming I still have some vegetables left over. Yeah. And I make a beautiful vegetable stir-fry for a quill on him, and I bring it to her. Okay. Uh, while she's cooking, I'm carving, I'm essentially, like, doing rudimentary hieroglyphs of the journey through the, the forest, or through the, through the desert, I mean. With my cap on, can I read what he's writing? Well, again, it's like rudimentary pictures, but like here's here's what I'm yeah. here's what oh, I'm okay. drawing. It's essentially like a group of people giving a baby to a person, and then the person giving them horses and a carriage, and then them in the carriage, and then like them sleeping, and then a bunch of pirate ships over the seas, and then them all being locked up in like a dungeon, and then a pyramid, and then a dragon, and then a dra- them mm-hmm. on a dragon, and then so basically the, our stories right, but all carved ass. into the tree that you that you it's gonna in. disappear. But I appreciate that. Well, no, I mean, like, it's, uh-huh. it's more of a soccer thing. Like, she just likes to carve. So. Um, is there any, like, fruit in this tree or anything? Or no? That's, no. It's okay. more like an oak tree. Okay. So apples? So. It is the oak and staff that they have. That's true. Oh, oak trees. Oh, they have. Acorns. In Minecraft, they Do have Do I feel apples. like his carving yeah, is hurting my tree? Okay, just checking. I mean, you don't you have a speak so with plants. So if we could get some good nuts. What? You have a speak with plants. I do. I'm gonna speak with plants my tree and be like, is it okay? Soccer's just wanting to make you a little bit prettier. What's up, man? <laughs> what do you actually hear? Is, ah, 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 my skin! Ah, it's fine. It's all temporary anyway. Is my tree on weed? Is my tree on trees? <laughs> it's so dry out here, man. Uh, would you like some more water? Okay, soccer! Water, water. <laughs> soccer and I plant ourselves okay. again. No, no, no. I, I just, I, I put it down and I, uh, I say, Funcine. Yep. Uh, it begins to pour about five gallons of water out in a fountain lake. So it's just sitting right next to the roots. Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <Good> stuff. <laughs> Don't you got some sort of purifier where you can make, like, the soy, the sand into soil? Uh, I can druid craft it. You would spend eight hours, which would be your whole rest. Yeah. Period. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Um. So can we rest, please? Yeah, we totally can. I figure we were just getting getting food in, get, getting a tree carved. Yeah. You guys take a long rest. Yeah. Sleeping up against the trunk of the tree. It's a nice time. Uh, you remove one level of exhaustion. So now you just have disadvantage on. Oh, I forgot. I should have had slow speed that whole time. <laughs> That's well, fine. I know we well, did. The, the oh, dragon didn't have attacks for when we oh. were in combat and such. That's fine. Let's go ahead and say I totally didn't move like at all though. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll say that you removed both your levels of exhaustion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, we sleep for two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen hours. Uh, just like pass off up against the tree. Up, eat some we more listen food. to the sound of the singing sand. Yeah. It's very calming. Uh, so, I mean, if we're going to sleep for two days, or like do two long rests in, in, in a row, um, I'd like to spend 
Oh wait, that's a day and a night. Never mind. God damn it! Why did this gotta be so fucking hard for me? As the 16 hours is coming to a close, you notice little lights moving around in the ruined city below. And a dozen, maybe a hundred. It seems like there is life in this ruined city. Beetles? Oh, it looks like lanterns. So they look like they're moving in patterns. Some of them, yeah. Some of them just moving about. I'll do like a perception check before we go to bed again. Well, this would be at the end of the 16 hours. Oh, okay. It's, it's night because it was a, it was early morning when you guys exited the temple. How Sucks. far does it look to the two miles down the down the dunes and across some some broken hard ground? Sakura gathers her materials and all of her stuff together. I follow suit. Are we going to go investigate this seeming town that's built around a ruin? I grab this the tree and like squish it back to my staff. Okay. How do you make a perception check? Please? All the eyeballs make noise. Staff to see if I see little hieroglyphics in it. You do. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Sakura! <laughs> so you make your way down. You get towards the, the outside of the city. You can actually kind of hear some local banter. You can hear people stop talking in the city as you as you approach. Uh, you're still about 100 feet from any building. Are they speaking in common? No, they seem to be speaking a foreign language to you. To all of us? She speaks goblin. But they're not goblins, right? What say you, friends? Should we just meander in? Or should we circle around and see what else we can find? I don't know. It might be worse than any of us expected. They might be French. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say friendly. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that does suck. No, Sakura totally doesn't say that. I say, let's meander in. Okay. I'm feeling invincible at this point. Two nights of straight sleep. <laughs> we have all our gear. Yep. We're rested. All right. As you as you meander in, you pass a building, and you, you go into what looks to be some kind of a main road, and you can see some figures walking around with uh, some sort of tattered cloaks and hoods carrying lanterns. Um, as you approach one, and um, they seem to notice you approaching, they turn. And as the body turns, you see hear this. Oh no! And you see the skeletal form of some kind of skeleton body turn and look at you, and its mouth open. And a couple more of these figures turn, and you realize that this town seems to be. 
want to leave. I grab them and pull them into like an alleyway and I pass without a trace us. Okay. I, I don't know if that'll work. Already, yeah. So... But we're faster than skeletons. Okay, well as you pull into the, the alleyway, you see one of them sort of like arm outstretched starts walking toward you, follows you into the alleyway. See a couple more at the entrance of the alleyway. Uh, can I can I cast unseen servant in front of him to block his path without him knowing what's in front of him? Sure. Okay, since we're in an alleyway, okay. just like, so, so yeah. you, like, you cast unseen servant like on its hands and knees, like right in front of the dude. Right. And uh, the first skeleton sort of uh, is moving forward, and you see it, its mouth open and goes, and then. It, it trips over and falls over. You see its skull go clattering off of it. Yoink! And then one that was standing next to it sort of stops and goes, Carl! And that's where Renette's fight. He's not Carl! Skeletons can say names! Since when? I guess it's Halloween. Carl! What a stupid name for a skeleton. <laughs> Carl. That's gonna be the name of the episode. I bet you anything. Carl. If we are not level Welcome five. Welcome to level five. Woo! <laughs> I get so many cool things now. Hail the Void. Thanks for tuning back into our adventure. We still got a lot of story to tell, so keep updated by subscribing on your preferred podcast platform. And while you're there, go ahead and drop us a rating or a comment. You can follow us on Twitter at Hail the Void Pod and at Too Many Tweets. Like us on Facebook at Hail the Void and check out Sakura's Doodles on Instagram at Hail the Void. You can also check out store.hailthevoid.com for our three current t-shirt designs. Again and always, Hail the Void and totally just a shirt. And if you're an aspiring dungeon master and enjoy this section of their journey, this leg is based around the official Goodman Games Adventure. Adventure, Raiders of the Lost Oasis. Available at your local game store or wherever fine D&D supplements are sold. Until next time, dear listener, stay safe, keep cool, and above all, again and always, Hail the Void.